Hi, this is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor, investor, and you're listening to the How May I Serve You podcast, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while looking to serve my corporate clientele better. And today's guest, we have George Gogni. Did I pronounce your last name right? Let me know. Yeah, that's right. It's almost like Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So everyone, so today I'm actually um, operating from a different platform. Normally I have my laptop and have my notes, but today I'm literally using my iPad because my laptop badly died, unfortunately. But we are going to have a great view and a great discussion because Dr. George Gupney, he has so much to offer. So Dr. George Gupney, he's actually the founder of Evita, as well as the co-founder of Karma Investments. So this gentleman in front of me, right now he's currently in Moscow, right now he's all the way in Moscow. And he took the time to come and have this conversation with me, which is amazing. So Dr. George Gupney, he basically has launched so many different startups. He's been in this game since 2007. So from 2007 to 2017, he's automated large financial corporations and e-commerce as such as Lego, Samsung, Apple, Nike. These are some big names. And he's yeah. also big in the crypto space. And what I like about Dr. George Gupney is his belief. He believed that human capital is the most important asset we have. So he supports the UN Growth National Happiness Initiative which aims to make people happiness more important than GDP. That's an amazing mission right there, Dr. George. So first, before we dive further, man, I want you to tell us who you are, where you're from, and how you got started. Because you have so much information, so much to give. So right now, I just want to be a sponge. Give me the two-minute version of who you are, where you're from, and how you got started. Yeah, I basically had a kind of dramatic up and down childhood. Uh, I'm from the USSR and I, when I was growing up, my country has been exploded. <laughs> There's no USSR at all. And we have kind of revolution with the tanks bombing the White House and all that stuff. It was uh, frightening, basically. Uh, so the all uh, Russian people were disoriented. So as were my parents. And uh, we've got ups and downs. So my father was a millionaire and he uh, then he dumped down uh, and we lived in a communal apartment it's like a you know like a marcy project uh, uh, in brooklyn uh, but uh, you know communal apartments is even worth worse than, than projects because they have one bathroom for a dozen of people <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's uh, wow. it's kind of uh, yeah trash uh, kind of social housing yeah but nevertheless uh, i have been uh, studying uh, tech. Uh, I have a bachelor and master degree in computer science and a PhD in math modeling and economy. And I also studied at Stanford uh, about how to build a successful startup uh, course. And uh, I've also automated yeah, a lot of banks. And when I was doing it, I always was struggling like, look, damn, like those folks don't know nothing. They're so lazy and their knowledge are so outdated, but they do billions, uh, not me. 
that's why I was drilling down uh, into fintech and I have launched my own startup in 2017. And uh, I've dived into crypto and I have consulted a lot of government bodies across the world. Uh, so I have uh, co-authored uh, three federal laws about cryptocurrencies in our home country in Russia. And also I have consulted the Chinese central bank about the uh, central bank digital currency, in their cases, digital yuan. And also I have consulted par the parliament of South Korea uh, and Brazil and Turkey. Uh, so wow. I was like an ambassador, crypto ambassador at the government level across <laughs> the world. And that was our charity initiative. Uh, and I kind of succeeded because Chinese guys launched digital yuan and mm -hmm. uh, there are three laws of crypto in russia and there's a crypto ruble uh, coming out this year and uh, south korea is basically one of the most interesting uh, places uh, to make a, a crypto fintech startup in the world today's episode is sponsored by get up and get fit being an executive can be very demanding your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. Wow. So you yeah. are the crypto guru in a sense, man. You're working with all these huge governments, agency, and just government in general. You're going in there and you provide advice, man. So yeah. would you consider yourself the, like, the crypto expert? Um, uh, you know, I, I'm studying myself <laughs> every day. Yeah, but uh, I know a bit, yeah, in this area. Got you, got you. So how are things right now in, in Moscow, man? You know, um, you know, I, I know with technology, we're able to connect. We're able to work with just about anyone, anywhere, anyone across the world, right? Around the world. Um, how are things out there in Moscow? Now, myself, personally, I've not been there yet. Um, so describe, describe to me, man. How has the experience been um, living um... and also with the work? I basically live outside Moscow. I've built a house last year because of COVID uh, and all that weird stuff with COVID, uh, the ban of the hotels and restaurants, etc. It's very hard to live in a large city, uh, mm -hmm. like in New York, in Tokyo, Seoul, whatever, in Moscow. So we've built our own house. And uh, I'm an entrepreneur, so banks don't do mortgage for entrepreneurs, both in the U.S. and in Russia. So, so I've got to build it by my own. Uh, using our, uh, my own money, and it was kind of um, 
hard because but nevertheless i saved a lot of money because when you build your house by yourself not not by my own hands but uh, you are like a general contractor uh, okay. it will cost you twice cheaper than to buy the same um, type of house from the open market so we really? saved saved a, yeah saved a lot of money yeah Okay. No, okay. no one wants to mess with the construction, but it's it really uh, have a premium on the family budget. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. That's good. You know, you have to be, you know, you have to do what makes sense, right? It's, it's all about yeah. being um, sensible when it comes to your, your finances. Um, oh, so this yeah. way you can allocate it more towards investing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, me and my wife and my uh, kid, older uh, boy, we all treat our uh, family budget like an investment portfolio and we discuss mm. it a lot yeah okay so talk to us more about that right because um like a lot of folks are just becoming more privy to financial literacy and you have made it part of your family ecosystem and culture to know how to budget know how to understand finance so talk to me about that 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 no, that's structure. Um, you know, uh, wh uh, while I was uh, raised in a poor family, I've got to like count pennies, uh, and uh, I, I I knew what was the price of the food. Right now, I don't care, but and I know what mm -hmm. was the price of the housing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, it was built a kind of foundation of my frugality, and uh, uh, that's why I always uh, discuss with my son like what's valuable like okay. uh, the money is valuable and your own time is even more valuable than money because mm -hmm. money could be printed but no one can print money <laughs> or no one can print time no one yeah, can roll valuable. back your time yeah so uh, the yeah. time is more valuable and you gotta properly invest your time uh considering the long-term goals that that you have and uh, each time you're going to spend like a day or or an hour and something you got to understand why you're doing this and are uh, do you uh, are you playing uh, another guy's game or you're creating your own games and regarding the financial stuff i just um you know uh we uh, have the daily essay with my uh, older boy uh he writes a small essay in his ipad notes about like mm -hmm. for instance what are the prices of houses in moscow or in new york why wow. are uh, different boroughs have different prices and uh, what is better like to buy a ruined house in a uh, great location and renovate it or to buy already renovated stuff etc etc so he uh, makes a small essay on a small topic every day and it, this kind of routine and it's interesting for him because he Googles a lot. He knows how to Google. That's a very yeah. rare <laughs> skill nowadays, but very valuable. And uh, he knows how, how to count money. And uh, the only backdrop of it is like uh, he is trying to make money from me. <laughs> like, he, he recently organized an art gallery in our house. Uh, yeah. And he charged me a like uh, fifteen dollars per ticket <laughs> from me and my wife. Premium fee, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go, man. Listen, you're raising uh, you're raising a little entrepreneur right there. But but that's, that's oh, great. Yeah. Right there. You teach him financial literacy. 
you're, you're teaching to him, you know, um, about providing value and assessment and, and being able to, yeah, be, being, being able to figure things out for himself, right? Um, using research, which is amazing, you know? And um, instead of just being in front of a, a TV, mindlessly, or in front of a computer, I should say, right? I'm old school, <laughs> no, mindlessly just consuming content. But this is good, man. You're definitely doing a great job. So would you say your upbringing has, has really um, fortified these skill sets and these notions to be more, I guess, more tactical um, in your approach to, to life and business? Because we are both from, we are both from childhood where we faced adversity, right? You living in Moscow, you know the USSR went through its chaos. I'm from Liberia. I also survived a civil war, a 14 year civil war. So I understand, and also our background. My grandmother she was very well off before the civil war hit. So I experienced, I experienced being well off, a good life early on. And then I also experienced poverty and chaos. I'm pretty sure you have gone through the same thing. And for me personally, family, right? Being raised with love in the midst of chaos has really taught me a lot of life lessons that I've been able to establish um, into the society, right? Which is like um, values, right? You stand for something or fall for anything, right? And being able to walk walk around with your head hella up high, having a sense of pride, being able to provide value. Would you say the same thing for you? Because it seems like we have a, we have similar backgrounds, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, so I've got the same uh, ups and downs. So my father was uh, quickly became <clears throat> as quickly became a millionaire and also mm -hmm. became bankrupt very fast. So uh, we've got all the range of different experiences <laughs> in my life. Uh, while um, the overall family, so I was growing up like a weeb. Uh, so no one cares about me. I, <laughs> I was just like going to school by myself, making a breakfast, making a dinner, et cetera, et cetera, washing dishes. So uh, uh, and the only uh, influence th there was there were two main uh, episodes that have been uh, um, built my uh, fortress. Like the first one. Uh, I was in my childhood, I ha have like A grades almost uh, every time because school was a no brainer for me. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, at the first uh, time I've brought E, it's the like uh, the lowest grade for the uh, behavior. Uh, my, uh, my father took my diary, uh, it's like, give me a pen. And he uh, changed the E to A and said, look, just don't listen to them. You you know uh, the curriculum very well and just okay. don't care. So that's why <laughs> I knew like, oh, I can hack the system. That's nice, <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> so, so since then I used to hack systems. Uh, that was a very important lesson. And the second lesson uh, made by my granny, uh, she, was, uh, she had brought me a newspaper with young Bill Gates. Uh, he became the first, the youngest billionaire in the world. He became like Forbes top one or something like that. And she said, look, George, you got to learn English and you got to be in tech. And mm -hmm. it was about 1995 or 1993 or something like that. So it was a, like a very long-term vision by, by my grandma. So 
uh, I, I was following that vision uh, for a long time because, uh, you know, yeah, he's a kind guy. He looked like a nerd and he's a billionaire. <laughs> tough, tough. He's a Forbes leader. Uh, that was great. And uh, that uh, inspired me a lot. And that's why I was uh, studying. Uh, I had studied math and physics and I have uh, studied computer science at the university so hard. Got it. So, George, how old were you then when your grandmother exposed you to that Bill Gates content? Were you like how about old nine years, nine years old? Wow. Wow. You know, it, it's so I find it so fascinating how kids when they're exposed to certain things they are influenced right for me i was exposed to working out my uncles used to work out they created their own equipment out of out of concrete and metal and things within my grandmother's yard and they built up the body so i became influenced by them at an early age and you were influenced by your grandmother exposing you to bill gates right <laughs> you got into tech and you, you had a goal you had you had a model and you were able to create these steps to work towards that model now look at you man you're doing great things so i believe exposure <laughs> yeah. is such an important thing man. Ex exposure exposing kids at an early age is so so important for the development what are your thoughts on that man? yeah yeah i uh, yeah i totally agree but you know it's very hard to um to make it easily digestible for the kids so uh, my uh, both kids, uh, they helped me to become more clear uh, with my uh, um, with my talk uh, because okay. uh, I always try to explain them very complex stuff, but using the <laughs> language of an eight uh, years old kid, it's a, it's a, it's an ex that's an exercise. Yeah, that's good, man. You know, I mean, did they say? The best way for you to learn is to teach others, right? Yeah, for sure. Teaching, yeah. You're actually um, you're repeating the steps again. So by you teaching, yeah. by you trying to break down these complex steps and teach it to your, your eight year old, it allows you to revisit these steps, right, and break it down and redigest it. You know, which, which it's a great thing, man. It's a great, great lesson. So, George, I can. So I know you work on a lot of different things right now, but I want you to tell us what are you currently working on and what gets you out of bed each night? What drives you, man? Um, uh, these are kind of two different questions and I answer yeah. them uh, step by step. So first, uh, right now I'm working on Avida uh, and we democratize access to the private real estate projects uh with the high yield so anyone in the world with a hundred dollars in the pocket could join uh, the vip club of the real estate investors and earn up to uh 20 percent apr uh okay. and that's huge the 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 most uh interesting thing in the private markets like first they grow twice as fast as public markets and mm -hmm. the second they are strictly limited by the regulators to the accredited investors to the rich guys yes. and yeah. that's why there's a lot of silo uh silo processes etc cetera, etc cetera. and um we uh, solve the liquidity issue uh which is 
kind of serious there. So if you're investing in the private markets, you usually have to expose your investments for like uh, three years or five years. And <clears throat> we provide an instant liquidity with a small like two to five percent discount. The second one is we lower down the uh, minimum check. Right now, the minimum check is like uh, 100 grand. And we allow you to invest in $100, like 1,000 times less. And the third one is uh, we allow you uh, via cryptocurrency, via tokens, we allow you to borrow against your equity and we allow you to build a leverage position and uh, allow you to earn even more if you have like enough risk appetite. That's okay. what we it do. Not, okay, it sounds like you have like a various uh, approach, you know, various... Um, very facets to, to what you're doing. Um, so is it, it's, it's more like angel group investing, right? Like the way you have- uh, not, not, not angel. So for instance, you know, real estate is growing at the same pace as the uh, stock market, but more smoothly. Even in the housing crisis of 2008, uh, mm -hmm. the real estate uh, turned more smooth uh, in the prices in, on average in the US, uh, even more smooth than the stock market. And the second thing, which is important, that we don't just expose investors to the real estate. We uh, allow them to put their money into projects uh, re uh, which are de dedicated to renovation. So the renovation of real estate is when you pick the distressed object, distressed, distressed property in a great location and you buy it with a huge discount and then you renovate it you do some painting some rooftops etc you fill it with the new tenants uh which uh paying the uh, market price uh, for rent mm -hmm. and then you sell it to the huge real estate investment trust like uh blackrock or whatever charge uh whatever and um, that's how you make money so first you make money on rentals and second, mm -hmm. you make money on price appreciation because initially you were having an ugly building, uh, which is uh, no one interested in. And at the end of the day, you have a beautiful renovated building with a new tenants, with the higher uh, market rental fees, etc. So that's a real okay. job uh, to be done. Yeah, that's why it's so okay. profitable. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, it definitely seems like a uh a lot of lot, a lot going on when it comes to that project but yet again when you when you when you invest and you, do, you know what you're doing you know you tend to make a profit right um so i, I know you, i know you have your hands in quite a few different projects what time do you have to invest in your personal wellness right i know you're constantly on the go you have kids to tend to your, your family and various um, projects and advice advising etc when do you typically tend to invest in you, in Dr. Goldman? Mm -hmm. mm. uh, in terms of uh, physical wellness, uh, so at first, I think the source of wellness is uh, our what's inside our mind. So our mindset, like, I'm kind of a happy guy, <laughs> you know? Okay. Uh, I, I'm happy with everything i get from the universe uh, each second uh, every moment so 
um, because I, I had those ups and downs and I know that right now I feel myself much better and much wealthier than uh, 6 billion people or even 7 billion people in the world and much better than 90% of my previous life. So uh, that's why, yeah, I respect that and I'm thankful, thankful and I spread gratitude to uh, everyone who's nearby and that makes me healthier. You know, uh, it looks like a some kind of, I don't know, religious gospel or whatever, but um, uh, yeah, uh, even th there are a, a lot of scientific research papers regarding the connection between personal happiness and personal optimistic mindset and the immunity to different viruses, even the COVID mm -hmm. and whatever. So happy guys used to uh like feel themselves better yeah. <laughs> so simple yeah. so dumb but it, it it just works i don't know how to explain it but it just yeah. works yeah you know what I, i'm glad you mentioned this because this is actually what i study right this is this is what i geek out about i'm constantly learning about the mind body connection um epigenetics and this the brain the brain you know body connection so what you just mentioned right now it's so so true right when when you're when you're happy the body releases um certain endorphins and it's able to provide you more energy right compared to when you feel stress or sad right when you're constantly stressed the body is producing cortisol which down regulate genes right stress down regulate genes which makes you more susceptible to illnesses so your this talk right now this this is my bread and butter <laughs> I, I love this conversation don't get me started <laughs> so i'm more about lifestyle I'm more about mindset i'm more about my body and soul so i'm glad you're constantly investing in your mindset because without being um sound of mind without having a peace of mind how do you expect to operate at your optimal level you have to invest in your mindset it's mind body and soul man so I'm glad yeah. you're a happy-go-lucky guy, man. I'm glad. I'm also <laughs> glad you have perspective. Um, you are. You understand where you're at right now. It's better than where you were before. So you had. You had. You, know, you had. You have something to compare. You know. Yeah. Which 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 is which is great. It's great. It helps to keep you focused and 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 driven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. And you know, yes, uh, people all uh, a lot of people even hate that I am always smiling. Even you know, uh, <laughs> there were a lot of awful stuff like criminal uh, research made by the com competitors, uh, like tax issues, government issues, whatever type of issues. There's a lot of headache uh, is going on every day in the life of each entrepreneur in the world mm -hmm. when you're doing something visible. A lot of people are trying to bite a piece of your equity. That's normal. Just look at Mark Zuckerberg uh, or Bill Gates or whoever. They are full of lawsuits and all that type of stuff. Uh, but they're still happy because they know that uh, ups and downs are like uh, it's a temporary stuff. And uh, the only thing that can drive you is in, inside you. And it's delivered for free by design. Yeah. There you go, man. Listen, like I said, once again, you're speaking my language, right? Because <laughs> I tell people all the time, motivation is extrinsic. It comes and goes. But what lasts long is your intrinsic why, that inspiration, which is internal. So you're absolutely right. Everything you need to thrive and get to the next step is internal, man. 
right? You, you can't. Yeah, somebody sure. else can take that away from you. <laughs> no. That's the that's the premium. That's the bonus uh, stuff. No one can take it out of me. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, um, Dr. Gogni, man, um, I definitely appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your energy. I appreciate your mindset and everything you're doing right now with you know with influencing others and trying to up. Not, not I would say trying. I, I like using that word, but uplifting others and providing value on a daily basis, right? Um, last but not least, how may I serve you? Mm. You know, that's interesting because, um, I don't have any direct requests right now, uh, except, um, as far as I am not an Ivy league alum and I have not lived in California or New York for, uh, for my whole life. Uh, the only thing I'm interested now is to build uh, a local network in America. Uh, I do have a lot of folks, mostly in startup and crypto space, uh, but uh, is still interested in um, making it wider and uh, deeper, especially in fintech uh, and in venture capital, etc. So the most, uh, uh, mostly I do need network. Okay, okay. And you mentioned that you might be coming out here, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I'm going to immigrate to New York City with my whole family using the O-1 visa for extraordinary persons. There's a lot of bureaucracy uh, to fill out the form, etc. But uh, it's worth it, I think. I think because um, the the most uh, interesting for me in the U.S. and in New York, especially, is the community of like-minded people. Uh, who support you and who share uh, your values uh, and who would like to build some business together, etc. It's it's a very rare thing in the world because I've lived in a lot of countries in Asia and in Africa also. I've been the Ivory Coast uh, and um, in Europe. So New York City has the drive and uh, we like that drive. Yeah, man, that's the concrete jungle, you know. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> once you're in New York, you have to go. <laughs> you feel the energy. Yeah. <laughs> once you get yeah, out there, yeah. you feel it. It's nonstop, man. It's yeah. nonstop. But at the yeah. same time, though, um, when you come out here, just make sure you continue to invest in your mindset because it could get a bit hectic with the stress, right? Because all that going nonstop, it tends to, it tends to you know, um, pull out a lot of wear and tear on the body. So I'm very strict. Yeah, I'm very strict <laughs> in terms of separating the uh, uh, like my family living and my business. And you know what? That's why I love to uh, deal with Jews, for example. I have a lot of Jewish friends in Manhattan mm -hmm. because they have Shabbat. They just do oh, yeah, nothing. True. And a Friday e evening and a Saturday, they just uh, hang up with family. And I think that's a, a great practice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, it's, it's a good balance, man. It is a good balance. Yeah. So it may be entrepreneur or you, you're a serial, a serial business owner. You're forced to put everything aside and hang out with the family, right? And commune and, and, and connect. So yeah, you definitely, um, that's definitely a great, um, a great thing right there. So Dr. George, once again, I, I appreciate you for coming on today's podcast episode, you know, um, thank you for being patient with me because I'm utilizing a different platform today. And That's let's okay. continue to stay in, in communication, right? And also, 
I like to give thanks to all my viewers and listeners that came on today. Thanks for lending us your ears and your eyeballs. So make sure we stay tuned for next week's episode. Dr. George, let's let's keep in touch. Let's make magic happen and continue to provide value. Cheers, we out.